This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are battling through the bastion of failure and things are getting complicated. Quinny came up with a plan to attack some drow that fell apart immediately. Juniper accidentally swallowed Quinny's eye of true sight and Butthole smashed every enemy he could find with his hammer and Goblin Jr. Can they survive a battle around a glowing crystal? Find out next. On Dom Doms and Dragons! Quinny, as the drow falls beneath your blades, uh, you see a swirling combat around a floating, glowing crystal in a large central chamber that you realize must be uh, directly beneath uh, the audience chamber in Central Hall above. Uh, you can see um, trolls engaged with drow and a heavily armored orc uh, as they kind of battle on the what looks to almost be a circular observation platform around this massive glowing blue crystal um no one seems to have noticed y'all yet because they are busy fighting each other <laughs> what do you do i'm gonna mage hand the door closed <laughs> wise just, man just gently <laughs> <Not that. laughs> um the door closes uh the sounds of combat uh continue outside but the three of you uh have a moment to catch your breath Butthole's going to fart and smell it and cast Cure Wounds on himself at level one because he needs some healing after that. Yep, fair enough. Pin cushion experience and say, okay, so clearly there's a war outside. Um, what I'm thinking we might need, just to do quick math while I talk, uh, five plus 13 is 18, plus three is 21. Great. Um, so obviously the trolls want to eat us, so they're fucking terrible and there's no negotiating there. These guys yelled for help, which makes me think mercenaries. I'm kind of used to hearing those kind of cries, and mercenaries can be negotiated with if you kill their employer. Uh, the question is, do we think like just kill, shoot the trolls from a distance and try to block the door because we can fight them multiple on one if they come at us, or what do we want to do? Prol that we most recently encountered had hired mercenaries, so yes, I don't know if I... it's a deal gone wrong between mercenaries and employer. Uh, I don't know who that armored orc is with, uh, yeah, so but I'm, I'm saying we we got a limited amount of time before somebody wins and we can't affect the outcome. So I'm think anyone's better than the trolls who scream for power and wear their skins. Um, yeah, that's fine. I'm also fine to let them fight it out and then just take out the survivors, honestly. But then if they get control of the crystal and it turns out to be really scary, like we don't know what that does. What if we just break the crystal? Well, we, we don't know what the crystal. it does. Mm. Might be holding this whole place together. I don't know. That could be fueling the un-undead zone. 
Yeah, we want to keep that up. That's the whole reason this place is so appealing. Hey, uh, can you pass me back my eye? Uh, yeah, well, just give me a minute. And I'm just (laughs) turned to the side. (laughs) What? Roll me a, why is she doing that? Roll me a con save. Well, she had it in her mouth while she fell down the stairs. 11. The idea was it to put it in your mouth. Well, we didn't know how to turn it on. You didn't tell anyone how to do anything because you're terrible at planning. It does not come up. Did you tell her to put it in her mouth? We were trying to figure out how to activate it. I figured if it was inside your eye socket and it worked, then logically you put it inside a wet place, it'll work. Look, so I can't... two people not great at planning then, huh? Look, I don't know. Mine was fine until she fell down the friggin' stairs. I said Mine she was too until she fell down the stairs. Why don't we come together on this, brother to brother, and blame Juniper? <laughs> All right. Look, I didn't know what to do with it. Um. So, look, there are probably still some radishes back there. Just let me like pound a few back and then no, no, giving I'm yourself sure, like within like two hours, you know, it'll Juniper, come out. We are in a war zone. You're not giving yourself food poisoning while we go into combat. That is yeah, the world's no. worst idea. You'll poop it out later. We don't need it right now. You're keeping it in a I'm safe sorry. place. I, honestly, maybe later we can kind of, you know, see where the ceiling is on this thing's ability to be activated because it's in a wet place. Uh, you know, that's fills the criteria for butthole. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get it back. It's fine. It might hurt <laughs> coming out either way. So I apologize in advance for that. But you put it in your mouth. Um, so where was I supposed to like... put it? Just like for future knowledge. In your hand. I just wanted you to put it in your but hand. I, but I, you it, didn't do I anything in her anything. hand. I don't know how it works. I, I put it in my eye and it worked. See, I stand by the fact that he's terrible at planning. But how here's the thing. come with instructions. So I don't we... want you to pluck out your own eye. I'm going to open this door in 10 seconds if you don't listen to me. I think we open the door and we set up a barricade and we just shoot trolls from a distance. And if somebody comes at us through the door, we can stomp them up close. Fine. I'm okay with that. Perfect. And he just like shoves the barricade over so they can ram it against the door once it's open. And he's like, open the door when you're ready, Quinny. We'll jam this in place and start shooting. Mage hand. Door opens. Um, <clears throat> so rather than rolling out, you guys just like arbitrarily taking pot shots for the next like 22 minutes. Um, I think, uh, it's safe to say you're just aiming for, you're aiming just for the trolls or are you aiming for the drow and the orcs as well? Uh, I'd say just for the trolls, unless the drow or orcs start turning to fight us. Cause we don't yeah. know who they are. Okay. Um, they definitely notice you. Uh, it's definitely of concern, um, but your additional firepower definitely kind of turns the tide in favor of the drow and the um, uh, the orc. So uh, the four drow and the orc uh, eventually manage to like take down the um, uh, the two trolls, um, and uh, heaving, you know, with uh, you know uh, exhaustion uh, from from the battle, um, the uh, the orc quickly confers with with the drow. And they close ranks around him um, as he raises an arm high and then punches through the chest of one of the uh, troll bodies. Um, the the drow have their their weapons out and they're clearly like creating a defensive line facing you. Um, and uh, the orc kind of rises behind them uh, and just takes a big bite out of the heart. Hey, hey, what are you, what are you guys doing? This doesn't. We want to team up, maybe. Um, and uh, the. Uh, Orc just mutters something to one of the drow who nods and uh, darts away uh, towards uh, a very ornate door at the north wall of uh, of this this chamber. 
This is starting to feel dumb, butthole. Yeah, I think we just killed him. Uh, <laughs> and I think butthole will just uh, summon a spiritual hammer to hit the central orc. Okay. Uh, roll for initiative, please. <laughs> Ooh, nat 20. Oh, yeah. 16 for Quinny. 12 for butthole. All right. And we've got my side of things. Oof, that's not great. All right. Uh, first up is Juniper. Now, do these look like cold creatures? They do not. They do not. Uh, and sorry, Ryan, I will let you get your, your opportunity attack in. Um, Laura, keep figuring out what you're going to do. Yeah. Ryan, take in an opportunity attack. So, Ryan, go ahead. Great. So, the hammer will swing. My good old hammer boy. Uh, that will. That is a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Nice. And that will do uh, 16 force damage Oof. to the orc. All right. Sound hit to the orc. Um, he cries out as he, he stumbles back. Uh, uh, flecks of heart um, flying from his enraged mouth. Uh, he just like clamps the, uh, the, the, the visor on his helmet down. Uh, it's like a proper like Warhammer orc, like jagged jaw uh, thing. So it doesn't fully protect his face, but just makes him look badass. Um, and uh, he'll like point at you guys and yell something and drow. Um, all right, Juniper. Okay, so they're all kind of still a little bit clustered together, right? Oh, they're very clustered together around these dead trolls. <laughs> That's lovely. So basically, I'm just going to aim at a spot in like the center of them, mm-hmm. and uh, and just say, "Storm of ice, protect me!" And, and I, we're going to have an ice storm that just rains down on everyone. For, oh like, man, I've lived through a couple of those oh, in man. Ontario. You're really just going to fuck with infrastructure for several days, <laughs> man. That that poor. Drow running away is going to have such a rough drive home. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to do the Flintstones like his legs just sliding out beneath him. This castle's Wi-Fi is about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you had Wi-Fi back then? Damn. That's exciting. Not anymore. So deck saving throw for all around, I assume? Yep. And what's the, uh, what's the um, spread on this? Like how, how? 20 feet radius oh yeah that'll get them all yeah uh all right so dex dc 16 not surprise you to know the massive orc in armor is not very dexterous so he fails and the drow uh so one gets uh, a 20 um i'm sorry dc what laura 16 16 um three of them save but the one running does not okay because he is running. So let me just add this up. 9, 10, 11, 12. So those who saved. Uh, okay. So anyone who failed takes 9 bludgeoning and 12 cold damage. And then anyone who failed takes 4 bludgeoning and 6 cold damage. Those who passed, you meant? They passed. passed. Those yeah. who Four passed. Six. Yeah. Those who Big passed. 13 each, right? Take 13 in total each for the ones who passed? Yes. Yes. Nine and four. 13, yeah. 
Thank you. Uh, no, sorry, four and six. So, oh ten. my God. So ten. ten. They take 10. 10 if they passed. Got it. I even um, like wrote this down because I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. We ain't no mathematicians here. Um, all right. Notorious for that. So, so basically what's going to happen is the area they're in is becoming difficult terrain. <sighs> they get slowed down in it too. Yeah. It's very good. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, I am Bernard Sherbert, the survivalist Rupert from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I am here to help you survive the boredom of day-to-day -day life by helping to engage in the wonderful storytelling, whimsy, comedy, and occasional tragedy of the Dum Dums and Dragons adventures. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that is D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and you can join for as little as $1 a month, which will gain access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can hang out with other people who have also listened to the things you have listened to and seen the things you have seen and thus can describe them with you or at higher levels you can get ad free feeds where you can avoid ads like this one or alternatively at even higher levels you can add an npc name like bourbon gerbert was or you can add your own npc that you build at the highest level and get your name in the credits name in the credits name in the credits sorry i had to say that three times because it is very 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 cool this has been Bourbon Sherbert, encouraging you to go join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you in the future. Bleep bloop. All right. So, um, yeah, I, ice begins to fall uh, and uh, the orc in uh, common just yells like, Grubbish! Damn it, I thought we came inside to avoid this weather bullshit. Um, but you can tell he's yelling it to himself because uh, the drone do not speak common. Um, or at least they they might be able to understand it, but they don't speak it. Um, <clears throat> all right, cool. Good round. Um, that brings us to the orc. Um, uh, so he uh, is, he's been hit by a hammer. Uh, he's just been frosted. Kind of like breaks the, the frost off his armor. Um he, uh, he he throws back the rest of the heart, uh, and you see him crack his neck. Um, either way, roll his shoulders, and uh, he seems to get a bit healthier. 
Um, and he's starting uh, his turn in the ice storm. Is it and just he, difficult terrain, or does he take damage, Laura? Is it storm? No, past, I think it's they've already taken now. damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. So no, it was an ongoing It's just thing. difficult terrain, yep. and I'll tell uh, till the end of my next turn. So sure, got it. Um, so he is going to. Um, uh, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so he he just kind of like looks down carefully and then does like a very careful like do 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 walk where he's just like you know penguin stepping yeah. across the ice until he's free of the ice, uh, and then he just like suddenly like fucking full on runs. Um, you uh, you notice that uh, he is aggressive, so as a bonus action, he moves his his speed towards a hostile creature, uh, which was him getting off the ice and moving forward. Uh, and then he's going to leap across the the gap that the crystal is uh, in, um, using uh, kind of uh, his gauntleted hand to scrape along the side as he wall runs, and he's going to attempt to leap at. Uh... You're all still behind the barricade, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't come. So out he's just going to like fucking bum rush the uh, the barricade. Interesting. Um, okay. Perfect. So, it's right where we want him. <laughs> all right. Um, reach, o- reach over and stab. He uh, he fails his athletics check to clear the breach. So instead he like wall runs along the, the crystal, jumps, doesn't quite make it. So he just grabs the uh, the edge of the um, uh, the enclosure of the, the sort of like um, hovering crystal and just awkwardly clambers up um, and stands there. So he's uh, he's about 10 feet away from you guys now, um, but uh, standing there just roaring at you in, in rage because um, he blew it on his check. Uh, brings us to Quinny. This crystal's floating. Can I tell how high up it's floating? Like what there's there's negative so space below this floating crystal. Yeah, so it's it's, it's on big. a platform. Um, so basically, think of it as um, this is a large circular room. Mm-hmm. In the center of the room, there's um, sort of a uh, a bowl, um, like a probably about a twelve foot wide bowl. The crystal itself is massive. Like this thing is, um, you know, probably twenty feet tall, um, mm. fifteen feet wide. Uh, just sort of suspended uh, and, and turning a beautiful blue crystal. Um, he there's a, a railing around it. Um, you can see the door to the north uh, that the the uh, drow who's like doing the Flintstone run is is stuck trying to get to. Uh, and then you've got the other three back with the uh, the troll corpses. Behind them is another doorway similar to the one you're standing in um, that seems to lead beyond uh, to to some other space. Um, the orc has run from the far side of this enclosure, tried to leap across it and failed. So he's just clambered up onto your side of the circular railing around the central crystal. But yes, there is space below the crystal and space above the crystal. Can I tell how far the drop is below the crystal? Like he's clambered up onto. Uh, it's not hugely far. It's probably about, uh, maybe a 10 foot drop. But on a, on a, like, think of it as uh, almost a skateboard bowl. Right. Um, okay. So it's uh, it's like a, an empty pool. So if you're thinking about how much damage you could do by knocking him into it, um, it would likely be less than you would want. Yeah. Because either he'll bounce off the crystal or he'll slide down the uh, interior. Still might do damage, but it won't be like it's not a sheer drop. Right. Might just be beneficial to keep him down there in a bowl. And get a. We've established he's not particularly dexterous, and the armor is really weighing him down. So yeah, yeah if you can blast him off, probably. Not I'll try. I'll fire off an eldritch blast. I'll, I'll fire both at him to just push him back. Uh, over the edge. Sure. 
8 plus 8, 16. 10 plus 8, 18. 18. Um, yeah, that'll do it. He's only wearing chainmail, so. Nice. Is the 16 hit as well? Uh, yes, 16 okay, is on so the nose. Hits. Okay. Four and seven for damage, so 11. 11 damage. All right. Um, gets pushed f- back 20 feet. Uh, yeah, he, he hits the back and just flips up and over and just hear like a, 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 not out of fear, but just sheer frustration, like, ah, as he um, just hits the railing and flips up and over doing like a flaily uh, slide as he, uh, he falls backward and slides down his I great want- axe, like <laughs> scraping along the, the edge as he falls. I want to leave the storage room. Uh, I want to come out through the barricade uh, and use my cunning action to basically dash to, to, Pivot in the same direction as the door and try to beat the uh, beat the drow to it. Mm. Like uh, run to it or yeah, make yeah. It. Uh, yeah. All right, roll me uh, acrobatics, please. Seven plus some things. Twenty-two acrobatics. All right, you definitely beat him to the door. He is still slip sliding away. Okay, I just want to kind of play goalkeeper there at the door. If it's important for them to get through there, I don't want them to get through there. Um, as you approach the door, you notice it's a jar. Mm. And behind, uh, you can hear um, the uh, the sound of uh, fire on metal um, and sparks. Like, like, like a smith? Like a forge? Uh, like a blowtorch. Like a blowtorch. Okay. Um, I think I'm completely tapped out for action so I, I guess i just hear that and yep. have to deal with that cool. later all good uh butthole all right um butthole is going to uh raise his raise moonlight bringer over his head uh and fart and it will spark off of his hammer and he will yell blue flame uh, and he is going to shoot the drow that is running towards quinny uh, so it is a difficult terrain and needs to pass a DC 16 deck save. Oh, no. All right. So that's a disadvantage. And I mean, I'm going to roll the dice, but do I really need to roll the mm-hmm. dice? Three and a five. Uh, so no, I did not need to roll the dice. Um, yeah, you hit. Great. It will take. That's a really fucking good combo. Ice storm and then blue flame. Yeah. Uh, 12 radiant damage from blue flame. Uh, and then he will just, as the hammer comes down, he just aims it towards where the spiritual hammer is. And then just like nudges the hammer over towards the running guy. <laughs> and the spiritual hammer just follows the path and swings over to hit their flea. Like, yeah, he's like, he slips sliding away. He gets hit by blue flame. He falls down. He's like getting up. He's like Bambi on the ice. He's just having a hell of a time. Then finally <laughs> stands up and just breathes. And is like, <laughs> spiritual hammer slams into him from the side. Um, it's a 25 to hit from the spiritual hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then it will be doing. <laughs> Motherfucker's got AC 15. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, And it'll do 17 force damage. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he gets up, breathes. He's fine. Hammer just hits him and he just inverts uh, around oh. it, just cracks in half, uh, yeah. and his body ragdolls off it like a bad video game animation and just slides along the ice uh, before hitting the stairs at Quinny's feet. Quinny was like uh, ready to intercept, and I think just watching him get crumpled, Quinny's like, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, he just <laughs> like, like bumps, he bumps up against your feet. a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he is very dead. He had exactly 17 HP remaining. Um, 
Butthole, anything else you want to do? Um, I think he will advance to into the like the area. Staying in the barricade when Quinny's available isn't good. So like he's got to kind of to use uh you know MMORPG terms. He needs to tank a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like vault over the uh the barricade. You know, jog out to the the circular area and just yell like everybody who surrenders doesn't have to die. Um, and you hear just like confused yelling in drow. <laughs> um, which brings us to uh, the Moonhammer doesn't exist in hell anymore, which means all your souls are going to be mine. <laughs> and you just hear more yelling back being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, also, uh, I don't know if you're just using this for intimidation, but it's worth noting uh, Moonhammer uh, usurped hell. She is not in fact a god of hell naturally. Uh, not anymore. So, will they be yours? I think Butthole can believe it, but uh, but he's got to have something in this realm, otherwise he's just floating around. Nah, he gets their souls. That's going to be his decision for now. He can be sure. wrong. Great. Um, okay, so the the three remaining Drow, um, one of them drops to his knees uh, and starts digging into the other troll corpse. Um, the other two. Uh, one of them, um, she yells something uh, towards the uh, the door uh, with Quinny and um, draws her bow. She's going to open fire on you, Quinny. Um, what is your AC? 17. That's not going to matter. All right. One of them goes through. Uh, two of them are complete dog shit. Uh, the one that goes through will be um, nine points of damage. Okay. Um, so she pings you with an arrow. Um, the other guy, uh, he's, he's getting pretty concerned, uh, by all of this. Um, and, uh, but then you see him kind of stop and lower his weapon a bit and actually just kind of turn and and look behind him. Um, and you can't see his eyes anymore, but you can see him kind of, uh, do that, that thing where he kind of straightens up a bit and starts to, to walk backward from the door behind him. Um, which brings us to uh, top of the round, Juniper. Um, so can I just get a summary of where people are? Because you know me, I can't track. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, the orc is in the bottom of the bowl, uh, beneath the crystal. Just being like, um, ah. yeah, just being like okay. real mad down there. And beginning on his turn, he'll be getting the awkward guy in chainmail tries to climb a wall uh, situation. Um, cool. You've got uh, two orcs, or sorry, two drow. Um, wait, am I missing a drow? Right, no, I'm not. So there's uh, the three drow still by the uh, troll corpses. One is um, digging into the troll corpse. Mm-hmm. One of them is looking behind him. So you're standing on the east wall. He's looking at the west wall door in horror. Uh, the other one, uh, she has opened fire on uh, Butthole. They are across the... Um, the crystal chamber from you. So you don't have any, like a direct line of sight. It's kind of like a leaning around the crystal kind of situation. Meanwhile, Quinny is um, uh, near the North door, which is a jar and has the sounds of sparks and fire on metal that you can't hear, but he can, Uh, but no one is coming out of that one just yet. Okay. And behind you is the cold storage. You're still behind the barricade. Yeah. 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 Um, so essentially from your perspective, looking straight forward, Quinny is to your right. Yeah. Um, the orc is forward and down past the crystal. There are three drow doing something. Um, 
butthole standing in front of the crystal. So don't shoot through him to hit the drow. Uh, yes, I won't do that. No fireballs, Juniper. You can't cast fireball. But I mean, Moonbeam goes straight down. Mm-hmm. So let's just invoke the shit out of that. With the light of the moon, protect me. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. she kind of says it like that because it's very like <laughs> she's feeling really confident and like no, just matter of fact. Yeah, it's very matter of fact. <laughs> she 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 believes. Um, just comes right down. Cool. Just bright um, light on those drow. I need a deck save from all of you. what it's an 18 for butthole mm-hmm. and juniper what's your spell cast dc 16 okay dirty 20 for quinny okay uh 10 10 yeah. uh okay um juniper as you summon the moonbeam um it uh arcs down uh directly down through uh the crystal um which uh, you are uh, surprised and alarmed to discover uh, is in fact a prismatic crystal. So as the moonbeam hits it, uh, your moonbeam um, splinters. It still shoots down and through and hits the orc, uh, but it also sends um, arcing rays of the moon uh, throughout the chamber, like a cool deadly disco ball. That's awesome. Um, So Ryan and Tyler, you guys will take half damage because you passed. Juniper, unfortunately, you failed. Uh, so the cover will explode uh, and you'll take full damage off this. Um, and let's see what happens with everyone else in the room. So the drow. Oof. All just three of the drow get hit. Just so everyone knows, I'm using evasion to take no damage on a success. Perfect. Nice. Just... Um, all right. So, Laura, let me know what your damage is. And, uh... Well, luckily, I didn't cast it at a higher level. I resident evil laser hallway my way out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the rare times the movie gave the game something to play with, which is yeah. very yeah. rare. Well, we got lucky. It's only eight damage. I mean, <laughs> All right. it did more to the enemy than us, so it could have been more damage. It had been ah. okay, too. Yeah. So, so four for us friendlies who passed, right? Yep. And I hit myself with the moonbeam, right? You did. Surely did. And that breaks my concentration, so the, the moonbeam. Well, you, you rolled a save for concentration. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. you. I, I'm going to say you failed to dodge, but yeah, 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 you yeah. succeed okay. for concentration. Okay. Yeah, because your concentration roll would be like, <clears throat> what, DC 8 with the damage? It's not much. Yeah. A ten, well, no, also, yeah, ten. I, I will say um, the uh, the crystal is very slowly rotating, but not at such a rate that like it's going to be throwing random beams everywhere. So now that it's through, it's very much like an Indiana Jones puzzle where there's just like beams, moon beams everywhere. You can avoid them. Um, it will slow everyone's movement uh, to make sure you're not getting hit by them. But like they're just slowly turning. So as long as you're careful, you can now avoid them. Nice. Oh, and the fun. difficult terrain is gone, right, Laura? It expires yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. yeah. It all melted. Uh, cool. Fuck, man. That was a, that was a hell of a round. Oh, um, Orc, um, standing at the bottom, just being fucking blasted by the moonbeam. Uh, he takes damage at the beginning of his turn or at the end yeah. of his turn? Yeah. Start. All right. So roll that damage. Does he get a dex every turn, Laura? Is it just the first uh, he one? He gets two. 
the dex was just for the um the I, splintering he, he yeah won't he has to make a con save oh con save oh okay yeah. Uh no, he fails by one. <laughs> so he takes nine radiant damage. God damn it. All right. Um so standing um underneath uh the beam of the moon, um, you just like havels to the sky, uh, and uh you can see the, the moon beam kind of like eating away at his flesh as it does. Um, but his flesh seems to be uh healing over almost as fast as it's being burned. <sighs> Uh, it would seem the troll heart has given him remarkable powers. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's going to begin his his long, unfortunate climb to victory. To say, as the guy who's standing over and can see him healing up like that, I'm going to yell to Quinny, kill anybody who tries to eat a troll heart. Um, so like A-OK from Quinny at the end of the hall. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say he, he manages to climb up the bowl and like hoist himself up. Uh, that said, Ryan, you're like at the edge of the bowl, right? Yeah. So you can take an attack of opportunity as he tries to get himself up and over. And I will. I mean, it was a 12. So I tried. All right. Uh, so he, <laughs> you just like swing the hammer. Uh, it just catches it with a hand, slams it against the, uses it as a handhold, uh, and then like hoists himself up. That's um, intimidating. And uh, yeah. just kind of nods to you kind of as like a, a thanks, man. Um and then pulls his great axe off with one hand, uh, and he'll be ready for combat next round. Quinny. Um, the the moonbeam is just sort of like blasted off the, the side of your uh, uh, illithid cloak. Yeah, uh, as you I, like, you evade, did a big spinning twirl or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd just like to very quickly look behind this door, look through this door behind me that's open. Just have that information in my back pocket before I take any action. Cool. Uh, Make a deck save, please. Uh, 14. All right, one second. All right, so you'll take half off this. I'll use my reaction right now since it's my turn to, to take no damage. Okay. Um, so um, as you uh, look through the door, uh, you're just hitting the face with fire. Uh, you pull your hood down uh, over your face and just feel the the, the flames kind of like burn against it. Um, as you flip the, as you release the hood, um, you see a uh, like a, a heavy um, uh, like winter like cloak clad. Think like a, very much like a, a classic Inuit like snowsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, clad gnome uh, just holding burning hands out in front of them um and we're wearing those like little um slitted um sun goggles uh, that you wear in the arctic to provide snow glare right. um and uh you hear her say in uh common it's like uh boss we got company um inside uh you can see a massive vault door uh, set against the wall, um, in front of which is a goblin uh, wearing welding goggles um, and uh, using an arcane wand to kind of try and burn his way through the locks. Hmm. Um, next to him are uh, a, a a human and a really fucking rough looking elf um, with a quarter staff, um, and uh, the uh, the human um, who's a uh, 
a bit of like a think like a young Brad Pitt, so not like a, a you know classy Brad Pitt, but kind of like young rough and tumble Brad Pitt. Just goes, oh shit, yeah, they're they're coming in, boss. Uh, hurry it up, hurry it up. Um, and he reaches into uh, his waistband and pulls out two flintlock pistols and points them at the door. Now you're just peeking in, so you're able to pull back very fairly quickly uh, yeah. and bring bring the door with you. Um, but uh, that is what is going on back there. Okay. Um, they sent one drow to that door. Just trying to do the mental math of like, is this another party of adventurers or are they working together with the drow? Um, I'll, uh, do you want to roll an insight check? Or- sure. If they sent one, I'm inclined to think that they're working together. Um, 11 plus insight won't be much. It's just straight 11. 11. Um, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, so my friends are like way down at the other end of this, this room. It would be foolish for me to try and get in solo, um, or even try to engage with these people, even in conversation. Uh, so I will run away from the door towards, uh, the, the drow and try and finish these guys off before we can all move together on the door. Cool. Uh, I assume based on what butthole yelled, you're going to aim for the one who is currently uh, digging a troll heart out. Yeah. Yeah. If he's rooting mm-hmm. around in a troll's chest, I'm going to cool. And you're going for a melee attack, like a, a leaping. Yeah. I'm going to summon forth um, frostbite uh, and, uh, and try to attack with that. Okay. Uh, amazing. Go ahead and roll your attack. Ha. Huh. Got a question for you, Tom. If he's digging through a troll heart, yes, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I would give them an opportunity to attack against you, but she's got a bow. So I'm too close? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're leaping through the air, like she already took her action. I don't I don't really buy the like ranged opportunity to attack. Mm. Things should have to ready an action to shoot you doing this. So yeah, you're you're good to launch. Okay, so we'll use the 16 uh plus 12 on the first hit. Um, which is 28. Yeah. Uh, is, and on the second hit, that's still advantage or. Yeah. 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 He's, okay. he's literally, he's not trying to fight back. He's just digging. The orc is a little faster. Like he just Cali mod the heart out. This guy's like trying to like right. dig through a rib cage. Like it's very awkward. He doesn't really know <laughs> what he's doing. And it's a lot like, ah, okay. So it's a 29 on the second hit <laughs> by all means. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Two sixes showing up here. Uh, so that is 12 plus eight, which is 20 plus another eight. So that's 28 uh, plus seven is 35 damage. Okay. That's the first strike. <laughs> that, that's also that's also sneak attack. So now I'm just attacking with yeah. 2d6 plus seven. Yeah, now you're just attacking with 2d6 plus seven. Uh, four plus seven, 11 follow-up damage. Tell me how you kill this guy. Cause you uh, already had killed him, but you just keep hitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he, uh, <coughs> I think, uh, because I did sneak attack on him, uh, it's that thing where he's like hunched over the corpse trying to root around through it. And the pain of my blade piercing his back and coming out of his chest causes him to kind of like, ah, arc his chest out, uh, <sighs> And then I withdraw. Full platoon. Yeah. Just arms yeah, yeah. out. Like, yeah. And then I draw and just once more in for good measure. And then I draw it out again. And that's my attack. 
All right, fair enough. Um, you you platoon him. Uh, he falls away, and uh, you know, Quinny, as a thief, you're you're always good at keeping your eyes out for opportunities, and uh, you see one in the uh, you know very roughshod, carved out hollow of this troll's chest. Uh, you see the exposed heart. What do you do? Um, I'll pick it up. But I won't eat it. I'm not going to eat it. I know Ryan's <laughs> angry that I'm that I'm going to eat, eat it. it. No, no. It's, but it's like it's like I got it here. I'm terrible at whistling. But hey, you looking for this? Uh, and I'll uh, I'll throw it down into the bowl. All right. Anybody wants it has to climb down and then clamber back out anyway. Uh, amazing. You uh, you toss it uh, through the air and you watch as all the drow uh, kind of track it uh, and the heart. Uh, arcs through the air, leaving an icy chill in your hand um, before hitting the moonbeam and disintegrating. All right. Well, fuck you guys anyway. <laughs> I did that on purpose. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V. Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. How much do you know about cryonic preservation? Cryonic preservation. The preservation of human beings at extreme low temperature. You mean like like uh, Walt Disney? I swear to God, if you say anything about Walt Disney's frozen head, I'm hanging up this phone right now. Swear to me, you've never heard of the Red Valley Seabolt until I just told you. I swear. You swear? Could you take your hand off my knee? Look, Warren, if they're sending the butter wouldn't melt new boy looking for Red Valley, it'll be for a reason. Trust me. People are losing their lives in this company. We pulled him out too soon. He is awakening exactly as we planned. He's dying on me! We're all murderers here. 
Bryony, you, me, that doorman probably. Guy on the corner there with a the neck tattoo. I bet he's killed someone. Would you like to cut his head off? I'm sorry. The saw is funny. Gordon, why are you sharing this stuff with me? Why are you smiling? I don't know. I smile when things get awkward. Get in your golden bullet, pick me up. You want to go to Red Valley? You want to go to Red Valley? Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley Valley is available on all podcast providers. Do you want to continue?